0: But Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game. Public enemies who try to destroy our America. Faithful ballad Cato, Britt Reid, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reid in the thrilling adventure, Woman in the Case, the Green Hornet strikes again. Dressed, smooth-looking young man entered a small grocery store and started toward the man behind the counter. Something for you, mister?
1: I'd like to see the proprietor. That's me? What can I do for you? I represent the grocer's protective insurance company, and well, I would Well, look, not... mister, I have all the insurance I need right now, so it's no use wasting your time. You may think you have, my friend, but you're not fully protected until you belong to our association. You're not interested. Oh, but I'm sure you will be. Now that the war is over, there's a great deal of unrest, you know. A small business like yours can be here today and gone tomorrow. Unless you have strong protection. Now, listen here, mister. Now, you listen. You want to stay in business, you'll join our association. The dues are $20 a week. $20 a week? Are you nuts? Why should I pay that much? I told you once that you can stay in business with full protection against any interference. Now I get it. You're in some kind of a racket. Come now, that's no way to talk when you're about to make a deal with someone. If you think I'm going to make a deal with you, you're crazy. I'm afraid you're making a great mistake, chum. Now, if uh, you care to reconsider and let me go into a detail... About... Get out of here and don't come back or I'll turn you into the cops. Get out of my store. Just as you say. But you may be sorry. Bye, pal. Chick, that's so a good joke. You drive. I have something else to do. I, I don't go for this kind of stuff, Chick. Honestly, you'll don't get I... used to it, Joe. Slow down a bit. we coming to the place. Drive along close to the curb. Come on, do as I tell you. Sure, sure, Chick. That's better. Now, maybe I can get results. What brings you in early, Ashford? I came down to see if I got anything new on that bombing yesterday afternoon. All we know is somebody threw a bomb into that store from a speeding car, and the storekeeper didn't live to tell about it. Uh, reminds me of the days when I used to be on the force, Sarge. Back in the days when the gangsters were on the loose. Yeah. Yeah, well, the same sort of things are beginning to happen today, Mike. Crime is sure on the upgrade since the war stopped. Reed sure wrote a hot editorial in the last night Sentinel about it. And I had a beautiful story in there, too. Uh, I didn't get a chance to read it. Uh, Say, Sarge, did you get any more dope out of that there witness you picked up last night? Who told you we picked up a witness? Cassidy told me. Last night. Why? I hope you didn't mention it to anybody. Did you? Well, no, I didn't exactly mention it to anyone in particular, Sarge. You see, I... uh... You didn't say anything about it in the seminal, did you? Well, um, as a matter of fact, I sort of barely mentioned the matter by writing that the jeweler across the street from the grocery saw a black car drive away with two minutes. What? Well, that's all,
2: Sarge. Great day,
1: Exford. We were trying to keep that information undercover to protect the witness. Come on, hurry. Where, where are we going, Sarge? To the jeweler's place. Where do you think? And let's hope we're not too late. <laughs> Sarge, you're always getting excited about little things that don't mean a thing. Now, why can't you be like me, for instance? Like you, you say? <laughs> Heaven forbid. I could think of nothing worse. And it's for getting excited about little things you're about the worst. What's that? Holy crow! Pull over to the side. Somebody's shooting. Pull over, Sarge, so we can run to cover. Shut up. Eh? Look, up ahead. Supper and snake, Sarge. There's a big crowd in front of the jewelry place. I got to step on it. Take it easy, Sarge. Whatever happened, you're to blame, Mike Ashford. Blabbing off your big mouth. Come on. Sure, sure. I'm right with you. I was just crossing the street when it happened. That was a big car. I saw it. Here's the cops. Make way. Stand aside. Open up there. All right. Open out of the way, then. Out of the way. Look out. Yes. I wonder. Hey, Sarge, look. Glory be. The jeweler, dead as a doornail. Our only witness shot down right in front of his own store. What next?
0: A short time later, Britt Reed, young publisher of the Daily Sentinel, was in the city room talking to Gunnigan, the city editor.
2: Anything new on the bombing, Gunnigan? Yeah, not much, Chief. I sent Larry to several places, but all
1: the grocers he interviewed said they hadn't been approached by anyone yet. Or maybe they're just talking.
2: Yes. That bombing yesterday could have scared them into silence. Hi, Reed. How are you,
1: Gunnigan. Holy Croft, I got news. Oh, so it's you, huh? What's on your mind? Listen, you know that jeweler who witnessed the bombing yesterday? Do you? Stop asking silly questions and get to the point, will you? Yes, expert. What's this all about? Justice, Reed. That jeweler was shot down in front of his shop a little while ago. What? That's bad. The guy's dead. They phoned him to
2: rewrite. Jumping
1: catfish. What next? If I knew what next, I'd make door telling fortunes. (laughs) So long, honey, old boy. (laughs) Oh, that guy.
2: Oh, forget it. No telling how far that gang will go if they're not stopped soon.
1: Yeah, Laurie said there was one grocer over on Gray Street who was scared stiff. All he'd say was he wasn't talking. He wouldn't even say whether he'd been approached by the racketeers or not.
2: Sounds like he had something to hide. He could have given a yes or no answer.
1: Yeah. Maybe those mugs did get to him, but he's afraid to say so. If you asked me, Chief, I'd say that.
2: Call her me, Miss Case.
1: We're gonna get it. Mr. Reed there.
2: Yeah, wait a minute. What is it, Miss Case?
1: Mr. Reed, there's a woman here to see you, a Miss Barry from the Associated Grocers.
2: Perhaps, Miss Barry, wait. I'll come right in, Miss Case. Yes, sir. Uh... Keep me posted, Gunnigan. Okay, Jase. Well,
3: here's Mr. Reed now. Mr. Reed, this is Miss Barry. Hello, Mr. Reed.
2: Good morning, Miss Barry.
3: I'm assistant to Mr. Prescott, head of the Associated Grocers. I see. Mr. Prescott is out of the city, and I've been unable to contact him. Yes? I dropped in to see you because in view of what's taken place... I know we would want some statement to the press as to our stand. Oh, I see. Naturally, we want our members to resist the attempts of those racketeers to make them pay for protection, but, well, such resistance is useless unless the police take more drastic steps to stop them. The killing of that witness was due entirely to police negligence. The witness?
2: Oh, yes, one of our reporters just came in with that story. I'm sure the police are doing all they can, Miss Barry, The grocers will have to be more cooperative before they can expect the police to run down as racketeers.
3: Why do you say that, Mr. Reed?
2: One of our reporters called on several grocers, but nearly all of them gave out very little information, if any at all.
3: Then then you got no information at all?
2: Very little. There was one grocer over on Gray Street who knew
3: something. Mm. That must be the Gray Street Grocery and Market. Well, at least he was cooperative. By the way, I recall that the jeweler whom the police hope to have as a witness mentioned seeing a long black car drive away after the bombing.
2: Yes, I understand he did say that.
3: Then why don't the police consider a certain criminal who uses such a car? You don't mean... I mean, the Green Hornet, Miss Barry. Yes, that's exactly whom I do mean. He said to use a car of that description. They run down the Green Hornet, they'll probably find he's behind the whole thing. Well, I... uh,
2: I never thought of the Green Hornet's...
3: I suggest you put the idea in the minds of the police, Mr. Reed, through your newspaper. Well, I I must run along. Thank you for seeing me.
2: I'm glad you came by, Miss Berry. You've given me food for thought. I hope for the sake of your members, the racketeers are soon apprehended.
3: I hope so, Mr. Reed. Goodbye. Goodbye. My goodness, she seems like one of those efficient type of women who knows just what to do.
2: Yes, Miss Berry seems to be a very smart woman, Miss Case.
3: Well, all I can say is that if those grocers are dealing with the Green Hornet and his gang, they're really
2: looking for trouble. That's right, Miss Case. Of course, we're not positive that the Hornet's mixed up in this deal. That was Miss Berry's suggestion. But let's hope that it won't be long before we find out who really is running the racket.
0: That evening, Sergeant Burke was talking to Axford in the press room at police headquarters. Axford,
1: for two pins, I'd run you out of here. What's eating you, Sarge? What's eating me, you say? Plenty, Axford. Plenty. The Daily Sentinel's getting under my hair, that's what. <laughs> Even if we have a time trying to get under them few hairs of yours, Sarge. Is that so <laughs> no? I'm sick and tired of having that paper of yours ride the force in its editorials. First, you go ahead and tip off the news about that witness. Then along comes this edition with a blast against us for not getting those racketeers. You didn't deserve it. Reed wouldn't write it to my way of thinking. Is that so? Sure it's so. Reed just printed an interview he had with the assistant to the head of the Associated Grotters. Yeah? Well, tell me this. Where did he get that stuff about us getting out and rounding up the Green Hornet? Look for the Green Hornet, it says. Haven't we been trying to catch that spalpeen for the past year? Yep. He's too good for you, Sarge. If you want the sentinels to stop printing stuff like that, I know what you can do. Here. Yeah. What? That's the harlot. Uh, <laughs> don't be a dope all your life, Mike. A dope, am I? Now, uh, listen, I can tell you that when I was under... Hey, the... What's up, Clancy? Just got called. Grocer down on Gray Street's just been snatched. What? <laughs> Must be them racketeers again, Satch. Yeah, it might be, Mike. Seen some guy wearing a mask when in, did hurt the customers into the back room, forced the grocer to go out with him. Holy crow, did you hear that, Satch? One of the customers ran to the door in time to see him drive away in a long black car. Glory be. Must be the green harlot. That's what I think. Clancy, get a squad car ready. Tell the dispatchers to put out a warning. Now we know the Green Hornet's in with those racketeers and we'll hunt till we find him. Get going!
0: We'll continue our Green Hornet adventure in just a moment. And now back to the Green Hornet. Meantime, a long black car was headed out the river road. Two men sat in the front talking. That chap in the back has done his last bit of squawking,
1: Joe. Look, why do we take him for a ride like this? He's been squawking. Why don't you bump him off like you did the other two, Chick? I follow orders, Joe. The boss wants to know what he said and to whom he said it before he gets what he has coming to him. That's why we're taking him to the hideout. Hey, Chick. What, Joe? I, I was just thinking. Suppose a green hornet gets wind of us using his mask and all. Maybe he'll be on the prowl for us. And he ain't the one to come up against from what I hear. That's the boss's worry, Joe. (laughs) Anyway, the Hornet's human. He'll have to find us first. Then I guess we could handle him like we could any other man. I don't like it, Chick. I don't think he is human. Oh, don't be a fool. The boss knows all the answers, Joe. If the Hornet butts in, he'll get his just as the others did. Now stop worrying. Leave that to the boss and forget the Hornet.
0: Meantime, Britt Reed had gone to his apartment, where Cato, his faithful Filipino valet, and the only person knowing his identity as the Green Hornet, was waiting. You sit in thought for some time now, Mr. Britt. You think of how to catch racketeers, perhaps?
2: <laughs> you know me like a book, Cato. You
0: know. We'd not like you to worry, but not do something, Mr. Britt.
2: I am going to do something about it, Cato. And since you're anxious for a little action, we'll start out right now.
0: Where we go first?
2: I want to have a talk with a certain grocer over on Gray Street.
0: I think he might open up to the green hornet. Well, block beauty and gas gone ready, Mr. Britt. Good. Let's go. A short time later, a, a curious crowd still lingered in front of the gray Street grocery. as Sergeant Burke and Mike Axford left the store and walked toward the squad car at the curb. Suddenly, Axford stared in the approaching car, then pointed with a shout. Hey, Sarge, look!
1: What are it? What? Great, great It's the Green Hornet! The already kicked out first! didn't see a cop here! Oh, they can get him! Into the car!
0: No, they're not following, Mr. Britt.
2: That smoke screen came in handy, Kato. But we had a close shave just the same. Why do you think
0: police at grocery?
2: I heard someone shout something about kidnapper. Evidently, the Rocketeers have picked up that grocer and taken him away. We got there a little too
0: late. Perhaps other person have the same idea as Green Hornet, to talk to grocer. So they take him away instead of kill him like others.
2: Yes. Yes, I think you've hit it, Kato. I think I know of someone who might have wanted to question that grocer.
0: You have thought that might lead to racketeers, maybe?
2: Yes, I have. We've got to find their hideout while they still have that grocer in custody so as to leave proof for the police and to save his life. What do we do? I have a plan that may work, Cato. I want you to stop at the nearest drugstore and put in a phone call to the police. Step on it.
1: Hey, Sarge. We can't catch the Hornet or anybody else by sitting in a parked car on the roadside. This is where we lost that Hornet. Maybe he'll drive back this way, I suppose. <laughs> While we're sitting here, he and his gang of racketeers can be pulling a big job. Well, Listen. Someone's coming with the radio. Calling all cars. Calling all cars. Green Hornet reported before she entry into the office of Associated Grocers at 3rd and Water Streets. Proceed to 3rd and Water Streets. Be on lookout for Green Hornet, that is all. Holy crow, didn't I tell you? While we sit here, the Hornets are up. That's just a few blocks from here. This time we'll catch that sneaking Hornet red-handed.
0: Parked in a dark alley across from the entrance to the Associated Grocers offices... Rick, Reed, and Cato watched with interest as police cars continued to arrive in answer to the radio call. Many police come in response to call, Mr. Britt. Yes. I'll
2: search that building from top to bottom.
0: Why we wait here and watch?
2: The alarm over the police radio in response to your phone call would be heard by others as well as the police Cato. We're watching in hopes that a certain party will show up.
0: Well, then what we do? Then when that certain
2: party leaves, we'll follow in hopes of being led to the hideout.
0: Oh, it's clear now. I wonder if Mr. Britt, look. See Dan stop in front of building.
2: I see it, Cato. Watch. (laughs) A little trick work, Cato. That's the person we're going to follow.
0: But with so many police about it, not easy to get back.
2: If the car leaves, we'll go through to the next street. Then pick up its trail a block or two away.
0: Person getting back into car, Mr. Britt.
2: This is it, Cato. Let's get going. And we mustn't lose sight of that car.
0: A short time later, Chick and Joe sat smoking and talking in the small house used as a hideout on River Road. Eh, too bad the boss didn't finish talking to the squealer. We got tied up in a back room. I don't
1: like having him around alive, Chick. <laughs> oh, and Joe, you've suddenly become very bloodthirsty. I remember how squeamish you were when I wanted to throw that bomb. Oh, well, might as well hang for bumping off three as to hang for one. <laughs> anyway, I decided the boss is too smart to get us caught. I hope so. I didn't approve of that Hornet gang. we got to work it without giving him reason to get sore. How's a Hornet going to find us if the cops can? <laughs> Joe, if you ever meet that guy just once, you'll find that once was enough. <laughs> He's plenty smart. You give me a light, will you? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Here you are, chick. Thanks, Joe. Hey, it's about time the boss came back. Yeah, I was just thinking... Uh, here comes the boss now. Hi. What was the Hornet doing at the association offices?
3: He didn't get into the offices at all, Chick. Give me a cigarette. Of
1: course. Here you are.
3: Thanks. I'll light it from yours. Okay. I, uh... I was afraid the Hornet was after the files to get our list of grocers. But the police were there and they said he hadn't shown up. Oh.
1: Say. Maybe that call to the police was a phony tip. Huh. Why would anyone want to pull a gag like that on the cops? What good would it do? Chick,
3: do you think that that He's known might... to be tricky. Joe, get that squirrel from the back room. We're leaving here right now. Taking him with us.
1: Okay, boss. Only why take him with us? He'll only be in the way.
3: When we reach a convenient, isolated spot, it'll be your job, Joe, to get rid of him. Now go get him and hurry.
1: Okay, I'll bring him right out. Well, honey... Those grosses will really come through now, after the scare they've had. <laughs> we got to clean up plenty in this racket.
3: Yeah. Then you and I will clear out and settle down somewhere together at our elf After we get rid of Joe. If he thought for one minute we meant anything to each other... Quiet. I'd...
1: Come on, you. Get moving.
3: I'd still like to know what this dope here told the Sentinel reporter this afternoon. See if you can get it out of him now, Chick. What? Well, I... I didn't tell him anything...
1: Honest. That's what you say. Oh, hold it, Joe. There's no way to get it from him. All right, chum. Tell us what we want to know, and then we'll take you back to town. No matter what I tell you, I know I won't get away from you
0: alive. I know that woman's Miss Barry from the Associated Grocers. They also know she's the head of this racket. Look, let me go. I won't talk to anybody. Honest. I'll give up my place. Leave town. Let me go. Loud mouth, any.
1: Listen, dope. Whether you talk or not makes no difference like you said. I'm gonna have the pleasure of it.
3: What was that?
2: Look, Peepers, it's the green hornet. Help! Save me! You gotta... oh, looks like a nice little party. May I join in?
3: What do you want? How'd you find this place?
2: You led me here. <laughs> You're not so smart.
3: Now, hornet, maybe I wanted you to follow me here.
2: Well, now that's different. Maybe I could go for a dame like you. Maybe we could work together. If you ditch the dopes you run around with.
3: Hmm. You give me ideas, big boy.
0: Hey, what gives? Shut up, you.
3: Hornet, uh, I could really go for your type. In a big way.
2: Well, looks as though we might be able to make a deal. Just you and I. How about it, beautiful? See here, this has gone far
1: enough. If I thought for one moment you were serious, baby, you I'd.
3: What?
2: Put down that gun. You gone crazy? Do something, chick. She's given us a double cross for the Hornets. Watch that ex boyfriend of yours, beautiful. Wanna work on love off here? Oh, now get him, chick.
3: Give it Give to him, him, Hornet. Just as you say, honey.
2: Look, baby. Don't go haywire over that Hornet.
1: He'd cross you up the first chance he got. Put down that gun and let's get him out of here.
3: Remember our plans, honey. Don't let this Oh, go... Hornet. I'm getting tired of holding this gun on him. Are you going to do something about Chick, or do you expect me? He
2: is obnoxious, isn't he? Maybe he needs a workout, too. Hey, (coughs) wait. Here's another Chick, old boy. Get him, baby, before
1: it's too late. Use your gun on him, or you'll be sorry.
3: Finish him off, Hornet.
1: Okay, beautiful.
3: Hey, you really can fight. Now we can team up together and run the protective racket right. Those two will step into line all right. What do you say, Handsome.
2: Now, um, um, maybe you'd uh, better put that gun away so we can uh, talk things over. How about it?
3: <laughs> I forgot I had it. You uh, sort of distract me, Hornet. There. Now you and I can. Haven't got time. Take a whiff of this. No, wait. Uh, Dad? Oh! Cato.
2: Right here. Come in and phone the police. The grocer here will be a witness against this bunch.
0: A woman called hard for you? Yes.
2: Hard enough to bump her head on the floor. Get to the phone. Then we'll get out of here.
0: Mister Britt, how do you know a woman was one who led racketeers?
2: She came to my office today, Cato, Assistant to the head of the Associated Grocers. She knew about the killing of the jeweler then, even though Axford had just come in with the news. Also, she heard me mention that a grocer on Gray Street knew something. She thought he'd talk, so she had her men pick him up.
0: Oh, so that it. Is she not smart enough for Green Hornet? Too bad
2: a beautiful woman like that is dumb enough to turn to crime, Cato.
0: She's also dumb enough to think Hornet can be attracted by her wiles.
2: Uh, let's talk about the weather, Cato, And forget the woman in the case. <laughs> As Axford would say, what a woman.
1: <laughs> That's the last street That's five, five woman and gang indicted for murder. Ragged broke the greenhorned and We all have found it. Greenhorned still in charge. Popular radio dramas created by George W. Trendle are a copyrighted feature of The Green Hornet, Incorporated. All characters, names, places, and incidents used are fictitious.